Ah, I've been stung. Monster crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Monster Crazy, your only podcast you could ever listen to that's only about animals. Um, and monsters. I'm your, just only about animals and yeah, nothing else. That's true. Um, I'm, your, I'm one of your uh, illustrious... Uh, that I'm illustrious now. I don't know if you know this, but I'm famous. Is that, I just got famous. Is that what illustrious means? I don't know. But um, I'm a billionaire now, so... That's basically the reason that this, this podcast has been kind of sparse is because I've kind of turned into a billionaire. I've been too busy managing my finances. Sure. Actually, so. meanwhile, I've turned into um, someone without a home or a job, and I've been. it's been a little scarce for me just because I have to do this in the public library now, out of my the public library out of my car, and eat baked beans on the fire of, from the garbage. Yeah, and I've been trying to move some money around to see if I can afford to, you know, send you a few dollars for lunch or something, but it's looking kind of tight, and I also just kind of need to wait on my accountant to tell me if I can afford that this year, because um, my investments are kind of, like, tanking a little bit, so, you know, I'll see if I can send you over, like, 10, 15 bucks, maybe 2023, early 2024. That that would honestly be great. I really, I need a pellet gun. I, I keep getting ambushed by small animals, which... Um, if you if you could tell by our clever cold open that I, I wrote, I will say, um, we are talking about platypuses. Yeah. Also, and, my name is Cameron. I forgot oh, to yeah, say that. And my name's Kai. Um, we're talking about platypuses. Um, and, well, initially, we we're going to talk about Thought Eaters, which are a platypus-like monster from D&D. And we realized that there wasn't a lot of stuff about them and platypus. Yeah, there's barely anything. Yeah, and platypuses are really cool. And also, this is our podcast, and we can talk about whatever we want. Yeah, so we don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. And also, platypuses are definitely little chimera. Chimera is it chimeric? Is the thing that's a word? I think that you that could be a word. They're little chimeric, little you know, freaks. And uh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're probably I've I feel like I say this for every single animal we do, but they're probably one of the most mythological animals. I think they're honestly God's great like, hand did not falter when he created the platypus. It's true. He I I he is so great. He is, and he, he is also I love him. He is risen as well. I love him, and I feel his love in me. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I feel like just the way that a platypus is feels exactly how like how they came up with monsters back in the back in ancient times. I feel like a platypus didn't exist until like a child was drawing one day and it fell out of the page and waddled into a creek. Yeah, it was a, it was a doodle bob situation. Yeah. But a doodlepus. Platypuses are are super fucking cool. Honestly, co- way cooler. I mean, we've said this before cooler than animals are cooler than anything in the world um yeah and, animal crazy animal crazy and they are uh platypuses i think are way cooler than thought eaters but um yeah should we should we get going about yeah the- so we're doing a we're doing a i guess I, we're doing a surprise creature double feature it's platypuses and thought eaters today but it's going to be mostly platypuses i think yeah um so any so thought eater fans don't hold your breath we'll get to it but don't 
be so excited because it will suck. So basically, turn this off halfway through. Yeah. Once we. No, I'm just joking. We're gonna have some awesome stuff planned for the end. We have basically the biggest thing you've ever heard in your entire life will be in at the end of this. It's the Monster Super Bowl. Um, yep, the Monster Super Bowl. We're doing it at the end of this. But let's yeah, let's let's. But we digress. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, platypuses are a creature. Yes, they're mammals to be specific. Or um, are they? They are. Yeah, but they also have um, uh, they have avian uh, coating in them. Yeah, uh, they're a type of mammal that's called a monotreme, um, which are mammals that that lay eggs. Uh, which I believe it was. It I believe ma- uh, there's five species of mammals that lay eggs, and platypu- platypuses are one of them. And the others are all echidnas, I think. Yeah. Um, but a uh, monotreme, fun fact, that word uh, for the means egg-laying mammal, or is it doesn't mean egg-laying mammal, but it is an egg-laying mammal. What it means, mono, one, uh, treme is whole. Oh. And it refers to the cloaca. So the... <laughs> It literally is one hole. <laughs> I, I wish I was a mono dream. Yeah, that would be I a that would be a mono dream. Um, <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, so I, it did make me laugh when I found out that it literally means one hole. Yeah, that, <laughs> one. Imagine you're like the most the one of the most unique creatures on the planet. Like you're baffling scientists. People don't understand how how you can do what you do, and they're like, "We're gonna call you one hole because <laughs> you because we have we have two. Uh, we have two holes, yeah. but you have one hole. That's You're weird. weird. Yeah. Uh, I guess, I mean, everyone knows what a platypus looks like, but I guess what, I mean, they look like a beaver mixed with uh, a duck. A duck, yeah. Um, um, but they also, they, they kind of diverge from that. They have, I, do beavers have webbed feet? I I don't know. I feel like if beavers have webbed feet, I think they do. Um. I, I but I, they're not they're it's more subtly webbed than a platypus if it if the, yeah. if webbed at all they have webbed rear feet um beavers do oh yep uh but yeah so a platypus is also size wise uh smaller than a beaver i think um it's a platypus average 17 to 20 inches long i guess i actually don't know how big a beaver is but i kind of assume they're like 10 20 feet long um mm-hmm. but male platypuses are slightly bigger than females um and they are covered all both types of platypuses are covered in dense fur that is waterproof um and it's very sleek and it it uh, and it is cool and they have a big broad tail like a beaver uh, like we just mentioned and the tail is is actually used for storing fat reserves so that's just a bunch of extra fat so if they if they don't get their food, they can kind of digest that, you know, like, like, like a, a camel. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, um, also, uh, just another fun fact that is a cute thing to know about platy- platypuses is the the fur is apparently incredibly soft too. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, love to know that. Honestly, I kind of ex- I kind of looked at it. I expected it to feel like one of those gross jackets. One yeah. of those jack a jacket you get at a thrift store, and you can tell it used to feel nice, but it just doesn't feel so good. Mm-hmm. Maybe it got went through the wash wrong or something. Sure, um, but it's nice to know that they're soft. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, I I think platypuses look incredible. I think they. Oh, the other thing. I mean, yeah. I guess I do want to kind of just do. Even though everybody, I think, knows what a platypus looks like. I think mm. it's still fun to p- go through the visual description. They have a bill. Um, you know, it looks like a duck bill. 
Uh, and that's really that's their thing. I think that's the thing that comes to mind when you think of a platypus. Sure, is is, is its bill, um, which is actually used for some interesting stuff, which we'll we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, also, their their little fe- their webbed feet are not just for swimming. They also they like to dig around with those. Um, yeah. Another visual thing that is not immediately apparent, but there's a very very interesting bit of sexual dimorphism between the male and female platypuses, and that's that the male have a spur on their hind legs that carries mammalian venom. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is fucking sick. It's crazy, dude. And it's literally like, Um, it's like a, it's in the placement of like a spur, like a cowboy spur. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's fucking wild. That I never, even though I should have because of the word spur, I never drew a cowboy connection, but that is so funny. It's crazy. That would to, be so good, a cowboy platypus. Yeah, oh, that would be awesome. And he could have, instead of having spurs on his little boots, he could have a hole for his natural yeah, spur yeah, to stick yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I think it's it's really cool, in my opinion, to essentially just have a poisonous spike sticking out of the back of your ankle that you can, like... That is such a cool place for it, yeah, too. Yeah, it's really like, fucking sick. Or, like, just a place to have venom, even. Yeah. Like, I've, like you'd... Ex- even when... If you learn learning about platypuses for the first time, you're like, oh, they're venomous, and you'd expect, oh, it bites you or something, but they have a little spur. Yeah, they I don't a, think anything else they has... They kick you with the back of your leg. I don't think leg. anything else has a venomous spur in that placement. And it's it's crazy. Also, like, the tubing for that, like, they have, like, a, a venom bladder. I don't know what the technical term for that is. But they have, a, a like, a venomous a bladder that stores a good amount of venom further up their leg. Like, a tube runs down their leg from this sac to provide venom to the spur. So, like, they, they basically just have, like, poison bladders that run down their leg it's crazy dude that's so sick i would love to loot one of those poison bladders in elden ring yeah me too i feel like i could i could craft something with that totally um another uh, another part of the platypus's visual description that maybe people wouldn't know immediately uh looking at them or thinking about them is um platypus do not have uh, teeth, or at least adult platypuses don't. Platypuses are born with teeth. Mm-hmm. Baby ones have teeth that they lose. They fall out like baby teeth. Um, and in their place, they have a uh, pads in their mouth called serratodonts that are used to grind up food. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't have they don't have teeth. They have that's something that that I I I whenever we're doing research on an animal for this, I love. I guess it's mostly been hagfish is the other one that I love learning about. But I love all the weird types of teeth that animals have. Yeah, the teeth are not as uniform a concept as one might think. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I have about the platypus visually, or, or I guess this is barely even visual, but um, when they're, they're webbed feet, uh, when they're walking on land, on their front feet, they walk on their knuckles to protect the webbing so they don't hurt the webbing on the, like, the rough ground. So they, do, they, they walk on, on their hands and knuckles like a, like a monkey would. That's adorable. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I would really like to see a platypus chew something. I would love to see a platypus just period. Yeah. I yeah. did you I did you know that I I learned this. Let me I wrote it down somewhere. Here's a direct quote. As of 2019, the only platypuses in captivity outside of Australia are in the San Diego Zoo Safari Park in the US state of California. So the only place you can see a platypus Shit. outside of outside of Australia is in San Diego. I don't know if that's changed since 2019. Um but I kind of like I feel like a lot of animals that are this type of like you know, I've seen I've seen monkeys, I've seen a lion. 
I've seen they they have those in zoos. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I've never I've seen I've seen bats. I've seen rabbits. Maybe I've seen snakes. I've seen fish. I mean, I'm just thinking of like like animals you learn about. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you learn about like platypuses. Like I don't think you ever learn about them extensively in school, but like that's definitely a school animal. In, though. in science class, at one point, they go like platypuses are weird because we actually don't know what the fuck they are. Kind of. Um, yeah. At, like. Yeah, no, that that is strange. I think it's maybe it's because they're so highly endangered. I think that is it because they they are very endangered. Um, and I know there's like big con- conservation efforts in Australia. Apparently, it just it was such a realization to me of like, oh yeah, I guess I never have seen a platypus, and I never even thought about the fact that I've never seen one. Not that I've seen like you know all that many animals comparatively, but that's one I feel like I would have expected I, I, to I, be I, able I, to see. I know what you're saying, and I agree with it. I, okay, good. I felt like I was no. Like I, was a cr- okay. I, I I wasn't explicitly agreeing with you v- out loud because I thought it was implicit that that made sense. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, it totally it's totally an animal that you should have seen at a zoo. But I, no, if if any of the people listening to this live in San Diego, um, please go look at a platypus f- for us. Um, yeah, now I want to go and look at a platypus. I kind of really would like to touch one i i don't think we're ever <laughs> to touch one <laughs> i don't think we're ever gonna be able to touch a platypus before we die dude but... i'm going to australia to meet a platypus i would it's on the calendar i'm going looking right now at a picture of someone holding a an actual baby platypus not that like that little thing that was shared oh yeah but like someone's the fucked up yeah the fucked up thing but someone's holding like an actual baby platypus in the in like their hand and it uh like it looks like what a treat you know, like I can't imagine how awesome that would be. Oh. Well, I also, I also am reading about baby platypuses. They're they're called puggles. Oh my god, that's they're called either incredible. puggles or platypups. You know, another thing that platypuses kind of remind me of for some reason is that they kind of remind me of tardigrades. Yeah, totally. I could see that. That is, that is so interesting. I wonder if there is any. I mean, I guess just besides this planet evolving body plans to look like that for water things yeah um i guess that's probably the thing but that is so cool that something very small can look like something bigger than it yeah exactly actually I, in general with platypuses something that is a recurring trait in all of their weirdnesses that we still haven't divined into but um uh they they have a lot of convergent evolution going on where they developed something that looks like a something like it, it looks like something else, like like it belongs to a different animal. Um, yeah, and there's like no like trait of that genome necessarily. So like th- their venom, their mammalian venom apparently works in a very very similar way to uh, like reptilian or, or arthropod venom. Like it's 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 similar. It's the same type of thing, but it evolved completely separately. Yeah. So that's it is it's so insane. that's something else I was thinking about when we're when I was researching this is it's so crazy that there really is just like like okay obviously this is such a dumb guy thought 
of like Australia is like a, a a Pokemon region where there's like alternate stuff, but it really is so cool and crazy that there's like oh because this is a place that had different conditions from other places and it was for the most part isolated from other places things here are different like there's a whole different types of animals that live yeah here. totally um and that is like probably that one of the dumbest thoughts i've ever earnestly had but it is looking at the platypus it is so crazy to imagine that like yeah th- i guess this couldn't have existed anywhere else no this is a creature that that evolved here and that and that's why it looks like that and that's why and like we have and i mean i don't even know if they're genomically or whatever related but like you know we have beavers here in north america and in australia they have platypuses that's just crazy i would i like beavers but i would trade yeah i would i would 100 percent trade i'd get rid of beavers beavers suck i like okay okay let's, smelly let's let's calm that down <laughs> I'm uh, beavers are I'm cool. j- hey i'm joking beavers are cool okay let's talk let's talk oh, here let's talk more about platypuses um Here's a fun fact about them. When they're disturbed, they em- emit a low growl. Yeah, and also apparently that low growl has, like, like they. I heard a couple, I listened to a couple recordings of it, um, but apparently that low growl, like, most of the time they hardly make any noise, and mm-hmm. that low growl is apparently very, very rare, and few people are said to have uh, wow. heard it in person. Mystical. Mm-hmm, mystical. That's pretty incredible. Um, okay, uh, the first thing I have here, we already talked a little bit about the venom, but I want to talk about the venom a little more. Yep. Um, so, venom is secreted from the spurs. Uh, both male and female platypuses have the spurs, but only the male spurs on their ankles have, have venom. Mm-hmm. Um, the females have them, but just don't have venom. Uh, and also, those are on the rear legs, I believe. I don't know if we said that. Yeah, like um, like spurs. Yeah, like spurs. Uh, the venom is, it's pretty, it's like semi-powerful. It's not powerful enough to kill humans, but it can kill small animals, including dogs, Mm -hmm. uh, it can kill. But when it, when a human gets stung by a platypus, um, which you may have heard a terrifying account of that at the beginning of our episode today. Yep. Um. Thank you. The, the pain is bad enough that it can incapacitate you. Like you can it just hurts really, really bad and you can't really do anything. Um, but the venom causes edema, edema, which is a type of swell, a fluid swelling. Uh, and then you have a heightened sensitivity to pain that can last from anywhere from days to months. Jesus. Um, so you, you get stung, you swell up. There are some accounts I was reading about where I got like the venom was still having an, some kind of subtle effect on this guy for like years afterward, where it's like, there's a spot on his arm that just hurts more when it gets hurt. Um, and he like had trouble lifting heavy things with one arm because he got stung on the arm by a platypus. Um, it seems to be, it kind of depends on the person and the situation and stuff, but they can, it can really do a number on you sometimes. Um, but it is not powerful enough to kill you. It can lead to temporary paralysis, not even just like, Oh, everything hurts so much. I don't want to move, but like you can be kind of paralyzed from it for a little bit. Um, also, um, another thing that is cool about the venom is we don't have an antidote to it. So if you get stung by platypus venom, your best bet is to that that sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> you j- sh- don't get stung by a platypus. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I think that's kind of crazy because I just feel like usually we monkey around and figure out some kind of antidote to things like that, and because it's it's uh, it's like similar in a lot of ways to like reptilian or arthropod or fish venom. Like it's, 
it's um you know uh different it's mammalian i it's i i don't know do you think there are are there other mammals that have venom um i don't know let's see mammals that have venom i feel like i read something and forgot to write it down um there it's Solenodons, some species of shrews, platypuses, vampire bats, and slow lorises. I didn't know slow lorises had venom. I knew slow lorises were their meat was very toxic, but I didn't know they were also venomous. Maybe they count. I think venomous implies that you have like a sack that produces. Like I, I, I thought the venom was like, I don't know, whatever. Um, but uh, sl- so, slow lorises are hilarious. Uh, slow lorises, no, slow lorises do have venom. They they <laughs> use their teeth. They bite you. That's so. That's what it says here. It's so funny that those guys. I'm looking at a picture of a slow loris, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm imagining that he has a venomous bite. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it is really funny. But yeah, you're not supposed to eat them. They they're like very toxic when they're meat. Uh, I I knew that about them. I didn't know they could also bite you. It was pretty funny. Well, this is um, not slow loris crazy. About, this is platypus yeah, crazy. It will be eventually. Um, but another platypus crazy is that venom on platypuses has seems to have... I keep wanting to say platypi, but apparently it's more correct to say platypuses. Um, but I think the jury is also out. They can't decide on anything about these freaking yeah. creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, but platypus venom seems to have a different purpose than venom in other animals uh, because only males produce it as opposed to all of the animals. And it's produced more during breeding season, so it could be used mainly to assert dominance in like breeding displays and such as opposed to use as a defense because if it was a defense you know everybody would have it um but it's only at males and production on males and production increases in breeding season so it seems like that's people's theory as to what the venom the purpose of the venom is for i wonder if they're susceptible to their own venom or not i think that they must be right yeah but like i wonder if like so, I mean, if it can kill a dog, platypuses are not very big. I'm assuming that, like, the amount of venom that a platypus spur would inject in another platypus would be enough to, like, insta-kill. But, like, maybe they have... Maybe it's, like, incredibly unpleasant. Like, I, I, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I... I, I, I uh, it says it does not appear to be lethal to other platypuses. Well, it specifically says, while platypus envenoming is capable of killing dogs, the venom does not appear to be lethal to other platypuses or to humans. So I guess they're just really fucking with dogs. Yeah, fuck. I guess that's platypuses. They're just killing a bunch of dogs, but nothing else. (laughs) Man. Um, Yeah. And then another crazy thing about the venom, or more specifically about the spurs, uh, apparently a bunch of ancient mammals had spurs as well in the fossil record. Um, So it seems like... Instead of platypuses evolving spurs, um, mammals in general used to just have might uh, used to just have had spurs, and everyone else evolved them away, and platypuses held on to them for whatever reason. Cool. Um, but I don't also have specific info on that. So, uh, but the idea, the thing is, yeah, there there were ancient mammals that had these too. Like it's not like it's not platypuses new. developed them. Yeah, okay. it's more like platypuses are the one, the only ones left that have them. I think that's um, the case with a lot of platypus th- things, where it's like they have things that things used to have, and they've held on to them in the environment that they're in more than create like evolving new things. Yeah, um, the other really crazy 
platypus thing. Or do you have anything else about the venom before? No, no. That's 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 this it. is this is the other this is the thing that I didn't know about at all. But is my new favorite thing about platypuses? Mm, yeah, um, the bill is that they use electrolocation to mm-hmm. sense prey. So monotremes uh, have a sense of electroreception. They're the only mammals besides one species of dolphin that possibly has it uh, that are known to have electroreception, which is detecting electrical fields and electrical impulses. Um, And the way that's used is to detect the electrical fields that are generated by muscle contractions. So they use it to search for prey. So they have the most sensitive electroreception of any monotreme um, they have 40,000 electroreceptors that are in stripes on their bill. So that's what their bill, they use their bill for, is detecting prey that's using electricity. so um, fucking insane. And it's so crazy. They, and they can, they're able to not only just detect the presence of an electrical impulse, but the direction of it, uh, the direction and the strength. So that's so when a platypus is looking for prey, which it eats um, small things like worms, insect larvae, shrimp, crayfish, that type of thing. Um, and when it's looking in the water for these things, it moves its bill back to forth in, in what's called saccades, where it moves back and forth. And the reason for that uh, could be because um, they are testing if the distance, how the distance and and uh, like you know how 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 like for example in echolocation, like it's like okay, if I hear this coming this way, and then I hear this coming this way, I can t- triangulate where it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, well, they're um, they're basically pl- playing like hotter and colder a little bit, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's the yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Then they're doing that with electrical impulses, and so they're moving their bill back and forth to feel how the the electrical impulses change as they as they move. So they can just isn't that when a prey's muscle moves. They feel they can sense the electricity that is in the muscle making it move. Jesus. So if you're a little guy that like a little fish, your best bet is just like stay fucking still. Right? Yeah. I, I But they can't do that. They all have ADHD. Yeah, they do. Also, I feel like this 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 electrical sense that they have is probably one of their like primary senses in a way that like how sight is one of ours because if you look at yeah. it, they don't really they don't have visible ears, which means that they can't have great hearing. Their yeah. their eyes are little beads. I feel their eye, and also their eyes. I believe their eyes and ears close up when they're diving in water. Oh I my think gosh! That they, I, their eyes are in these little uh, 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 kind of like I don't even know what the word is, but they're in these like indented parts that I believe close up when they go underwater. And something else about their eyes that I just want to throw in. I'll let you finish this up. But something crazy about their eyes is that recent studies have shown that the eyes of the platypus eyes may be more similar to a hagfish or a lamprey than most four-legged creatures so they're like bordering they have like weird they have like weird yeah they have weird fucked up eyes that most mammals don't have oh like they they're like primordial just light dark eyes that's what it seems like yeah well that's insane also but with that so back to the electromagnetic bill um I I would like it's we're describing a sense that we don't have any like ability to to even begin to empathize with like yeah. we have like it's describing a different kind of eyesight like it's something that we cannot understand and I would give my left arm to just to like fucking not literally I like my arm but like <laughs> I I would really really like to just like 
feel what a new sense like that would feel like it would be crazy. i think you would die i think you'd go insane i think you'd lovecraft it dude i think you're you're making a forbidden wish yeah because we're not we're you're not gonna regret it i wonder some if, kind of evil genie is gonna come down and you're gonna go mad your yeah. eyes and ears are gonna bleed I don't think that would happen. You're going to lock yourself in a room and draw and draw lightning bolts on the wall because you're like, I need to experience that again as your perception has been has been I think I blasted w- open. I would more easily be able to locate where um, my snacks are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would help me a lot with my because I, I do the same. I move my my bill from side to side and yeah. I do cicades, but I'm mostly just doing that to see if the smell gets stronger or weaker. Yeah, so. When I'm eating my electrical snacks, that might actually <laughs> yeah, my pretzels are give. That would be really good for me to find a phone charger at Starbucks. Actually, <laughs> I feel like a platypus. If you you could probably drive a platypus pretty fucking crazy if you put him in water into water and had a whole bunch of machines in there too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, or even put him into the Matrix, dude. Yeah. Basically made of electricity. I wonder what would, what would happen if like you took a platypus to like one of the poles. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not magnetic. It's just electrical. Are are those not kind of the same thing? Um I thought elect- I don't think I don't think so. I think it's different. I think it's it's at least it's got to be at least slightly different, right? Cuz uh, I we're think we got- Look, this isn't science crazy. We we don't <laughs> we don't know about this stuff. Yeah, this is okay. If you, if we're completely wrong, you can't get mad at us because this is animal crazy and not freaking nerd crazy. Yeah, but actually, if someone has a, a, a thought to that that they can back up with being more smarter than us, please let us Electro- know in the Discord. Mag- yeah, I think they are. They're different. <laughs> okay, it looks like well, or it's two aspects of the same thing. That, but, uh, okay, it doesn't matter. No, that's, it doesn't. That's some bullshit. We're getting sidetracked um, as fuck. Yeah. Uh, no. The so f- yeah. They use they use electrical impulses to detect their prey, which is crazy. Yep. And I can't believe nobody brings that up because that is so much more interesting to me. Like, yeah, you know what? It lays eggs. Which yeah, also it lays eggs. That's the other thing about platypus. That's weird. I, I'd say it's, it's time, the mammal that I think lays the eggs. electromagnetic bill is the coolest trait. Definitely, it's by far the coolest trait to me. I think venomous, and I can't venomous spurs never are close. Heard of it. But also, I think it's, I think venomous spurs and the electromagnetic thing. I I think that when pe- people are like, I don't think people. Maybe I, I'd be willing to wager that the people listening to this probably already know knew about the spurs. But like, I think that if you take the layman and ask them about like platypus facts, people don't know about the spurs or the venom. I think I learned about the Spurs in school. I knew about the Spurs, okay. but I guess I'm also I'm just kind of an animal head. Maybe. Yeah, I am too. Maybe I just so like I, that kind of thing. I, I also knew about the Spurs, but that I'm I have I suffer from the same thing where I think I spend a little bit more time than like I'm probably in like the 80th I'd percentile. I'd be curious. Yeah, people. I guess maybe our fans are also animal heads. I but, think probably. You know, if you didn't, if you did or didn't know about the Spurs, I'd be curious to hear. But also, if you already knew about the electric field, I want to hear about that because. I had never heard about no, that. No, and that's, that's so, crazy. That's the coolest need, fucking thing. Yeah. Some other stuff about their uh them them and prey. Um oh yeah, it's a, they so I I actually did take a note on this. They clo- not only did they close their eyes and ears when they dive, they also close their nose. So they're only they they rely solely on electrolocation. Um and the way that that helps them is that they distinguish it helps them distinguish between what's prey and what's not prey. Because a rock 
that is shaped like a fish has no electrical impulse coming out of it. You know what I mean? That's so. So sick. that's how also, they know what to what to go after. What's cool is like the the, the I saw like a little diagram showing like where those were like the, it covers like the entire bill pretty much. So like when they're essentially just like closing their eyes and just snuffling around for that stuff using their their sense like the the organ that is detecting that is like also the thing that needs to eat the thing like it yeah i don't know if that made sense but like if if you like ate with your nose and you were trying to smell something out and like the second the smell is at its strongest you know that that's when it's like time to but like i don't know i, I think that's yeah. so cool it is really cool. It's so cool that it's on the bill, too. That it's not just a thing. Like, it's not, like, a thing that's in their brain that they, like, know how to do. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a th- it's like on their bill. That's maybe also a dumb guy thing, but it's cool that all- there's just a bunch of receptors on their bill. Um, the other thing is that they they usually they don't eat underwater. Usually they put, they, they grab the prey in their mouth and they put, they fill their cheek pouches with with food and then they bring it to the surface to eat it which is fun um that they have little cheek pouches to do that with um and also another thing about platypuses and food is that they need to eat 20 percent of their weight every day so they spend an average of 12 hours a day looking for food Hmm. and i'm like hell i couldn't do that i do i do do that actually <laughs> Dude, that's why you're homeless and poor now, and I'm a billionaire. Yeah, but I'm I spend full. one minute. I spend one minute a day looking for food, and I spend the other twenty three hours and fifty nine minutes getting money. Oh man, don't rub it in. I'm trying to buy new toys this year. <laughs> um, but that's the electrolocation, which I mean, I guess I said it a hundred times already, but I really can't emphasize enough that that is so cool and so crazy, and I'm so mad that I never knew that before. Yeah, um, no, it's um, awesome. Yeah. Um, a few other random weird things about platypuses that I wanted to throw in, um, is that when they build nests, cause they build nests cause they lay eggs, they bring nest, they live in burrows. First of all, I should throw that in there. Um, but the way that they bring materials for their nests to their burrows is they drag it in the, they curl up their tail around the material and then they drag it into their burrow. So they use their tail as like a little, like a little grabber, a little crane, to like hold on to, yeah, to like cute. hold on to like little stuff to build the nest and pull it in cool isn't that isn't that cool that's really really cool i love that it, it reminds me of like a, a like a crane like one of those things yeah. like in the, in the sand you know like in a playground <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm operating on a low, on a low capacity right now <laughs> you know what i mean I, yeah <laughs> everyone knows what i mean and they like it yeah um yeah, so, yeah. So so you know what it reminds me i don't know actually i actually haven't seen a video of this so i don't know exactly what the mechanics are but i imagine it's like one of those things that those it was like a it looked like a bookmark but it was kind of curved and you slap it on your wrist and it wraps oh, yeah, around yeah, 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 yeah. i'm I, imagining I, that kind of yeah i'm not sure i don't know if that's actually what happens i think it'd be cool if, sure. it, if it went really it's a little fast. different than that but <laughs> <laughs> um another weird thing about them uh they lay eggs but they also of course they they exude milk um because they're mammals uh but they don't they don't have teats yeah uh, they don't yeah. they don't have nipples they 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 release milk through the pores in their skin that's wait like in a in a specific area or just like can a baby just start <laughs> suckling off of anywhere <laughs> 
I actually do. I don't know. I have to assume it's at least somewhat of a specific An area. isolated area. I, I kind of hope so. <laughs> but I like the idea that they're just kind of throwing milk at it anywhere. I, that's another thing I have in common with platypuses is that I sweat yeah. milk. <laughs> uh, uh, another fun fact about the platypus is platypus helps you honor the true self, encouraging acceptance. Everyone has flaws, but Platypus knows the path towards turning them into strengths. That's beautiful. Yeah, that I'm reading um, from uh, whatismyspiritanimal.com. Uh, oh, so that that also platypuses um, were they by <laughs> Aboriginal natives of Australia. Um, they were hunted for meat sometimes, um, and also I believe in a lot of different folklore uh aboriginal folklore is called there's stories called dream time stories mm-hmm. um and i learned a lot i took a class about this stuff in college but i forgot all of it uh but a lot of, there's a lot of really cool aboriginal art uh dream time art i would recommend looking at that if you're an art person there's some really really cool stuff uh that you might not have just normally seen that's worth seeking out um but anyway Platypus is a figure pretty prominently in a lot of the Dreamtime stories, um, I believe. Uh, and so platypuses, obviously, they've been around. People people in Australia knew about platypuses already because they were there and platypuses were there. Um, but when people from Europe discovered platypuses, they were freaked the fuck out. Yeah. They were pressed. Um, they, did, they did not get it. Uh, they There was an expedition sent to... Australia, and they sent back uh, a sketch of a platypus. They found platypuses. They sent back a sketch of a platypus and a pelt, like its fur. And they said, um, they sent no, it, back to, it could not be. To Great Britain. Oh. No, it couldn't be. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and the people were like, no, what are you talking about? No, this is not a real thing. What, are you stupid? You think we'll fall for this? Like, nice prank. And they cut a, they cut apart the platypus skin with scissors because they were looking for stitches. But it's so funny to be sent, like, a brand new animal that nobody in this continent has ever <laughs> yeah, seen before. Using and you're scissors? Like, no, fuck you. And they just start cutting it up. Well, th- actually, so this was in 1799. And I don't know if you guys have seen... Um, pictures of like those chinese mermaids that were made by sewing together a the fiji mermaid yeah the fiji mermaid um mm-hmm. looks like something that mind of jason would eat um but yeah. like it th- that was around the same time like that kind of stuff was ha- that kind of taxidermy was happening around the same time so they like there was some precedence I- honestly to be no, real under- it make it makes sense to believe that that was a hoax i think at I- that point in I-, time. I think a lot of the times when i look like when we talk about people long ago being stupid i'm like ha 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 you know they're being stupid but th- this time i'm i'm like yeah like i i get it like this is also the animal that looks most like it would be one of the it, like it's two animals stitched it, together it, what, like it if i if i hadn't hadn't seen like real quality pictures of platypi- platypuses i like would be convinced that they're not really real yeah this is it's like one of those photoshops you see um has science in, gone too far yeah, in fifth grade, and it's like a penguin with a dog's head, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, science has gone too far. Yeah, this is fucked up. 
Um, but it is just very funny to me, specifically the detail of like, and then they cut it apart with scissors. Have you seen videos of platy- platypuses swimming around? Like what they look yes. like? Yes. So I think that that's the, that's the most convincing case. I mean, obviously I'm not arguing that they're not real, but like they look like if you just see a still image of a platypus, they look like they shouldn't exist. Like they look awesome. I like I like how they look a lot, but they also kind of look like they shouldn't. It doesn't really make sense that they exist until like when you see them like swimming around really gracefully and naturally. I'm like, okay, like they, they like I don't know. They look so awkward until you see them move in the environment that they do, and you're like, okay, yeah. you d- you do. They know what's up. They yeah. know what's up exactly. Yeah, they're doing what they do. Um, my, do you have anything else about platy? I have one last thing about platypuses before we move to thought eaters. But um, do you have anything else? Shit, I might. Oh, so I this is not really about platypuses so much as the website that I was on earlier about uh, so about platypus. Um, so I was trying to. I, I noticed this is only based off of thought eaters and Psyduck, um, the Pokemon. But I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's like a weird. Uh, like some kind of societal connection between platypuses and psychic ability. Now that we're, we've talked about like their electromagnetic sensors, that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, I was um, wondering when those were discovered because I, I was I had the same thought about Psyduck. Yeah, I was um, like, there's some kind of they they they're psychic. There's like a psychic element to our perception of of them, um, and that makes a lot more sense knowing that that's that they do that. But um, in looking for that. I found this website called whatismyspiritanimal.com um and th- in the in the on that site talking about platypuses they mention that to native americans platypuses mean x y and z like mean like fertility and whatever but um I think it's so funny that this website is claiming that platypuses would mean anything to like traditional native american culture like the, yeah they they like platypuses are not there they are yeah. they are so far away that like if you're yeah. go- if you're going to try to like harken back to like some kind of traditional meaning time you know the the before times or whatever you can't you can't say it. like that doesn't work um, yeah and there are actually people who did ascribe meanings to platypus yeah and it's not Native Americans it's yeah it's indigenous people in Australia maybe that's what they maybe the the person. Actually, what's most likely is probably the writer for SpiritAnimal.com thought that the indigenous people of Australia were just also a type of Native American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's... Okay. Well, that, that's neither here nor there. Uh, platypuses are sick. Yeah. Um, and my last fact about them, this is just one more thing where it's just like, I feel like this is the cherry on top of like, we've talked about a lot of ways that these animals are so crazy, animal crazy, Um and they are so weird and it's like what are these doing here and how can these ha- how can this have all these qualities are you ready for the the cherry on top yes when exposed to black light platypuses gr- glow oh, bluish green yes yes <laughs> i remember that that's so awesome they they glow under black light and they don't glow like the color of their fur they glow blue green and they don't know and nobody knows why <laughs> Not even the platypuses know why. No, scientists haven't figured out what haven't don't have. They are like, oh, maybe it's to make them harder to 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 detect by predators. They just they don't know. It, they just do that. 
That's just what they look like under blacklight. They glow blue green. I feel like that is like a perfect, like literal, like it's that's like a cherry on top. Like that's just like yeah, yeah. Of course you glow green. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. I un, um. This is not as cool of a cherry on top, but I just remembered another fun fact that I might as well say because we're still talking about them. They have mm-hmm. humans have two chromosomes. Um, platypuses. Two? Yeah, I think we have. I think we have more than two chromosomes. Sex, sex chromosomes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, platypuses have ten. Whoa. Um, like yeah, we, you, it's it's XX and XY, you know, and yeah, yeah. female platypuses are XXXXX. No, I, I knew what you meant. I was. Oh, you're just being hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And um, and males are XYXYXYXYXYXY. Um, Whoa. B- which and also that's another thing where scientists just don't know why like platypuses continue to baffle scientists um then an- another good note for to end on with platypuses for now is that they they are um endangered but there have been like substantial efforts to try to help them out and apparently um recently a um I don't know if it has opened or if it's in the process of being like being opened, but they are, um, or I guess not open specifically closed They're in Australia. They're, they're setting up a, like the first ever platypus wildlife reserve. Oh, nice. Setting aside some, some land for, for the platypuses. That's good. I'd be down to donate some of my living room to that. Um, yeah, I'd like to donate my bathtub to the platypuses so that they can yeah. come hang out in it, and I can yeah. they can detect where I am when I <laughs> when I stick my finger in there. Um, yeah. All right. Well, should we move on to thought eaters? Yeah. Do we want to rate platypuses first or save it for the end? Uh, let's I just. Mean, I think I know. I know. Yeah. I know what I'm going to rate them, but it's we can save it for the end. All right. Yeah. Let's talk thought eaters. So I would definitely want her to do. We want her to do platypuses first. I think because it's a. It makes. It really makes this information stand out this thought e- what were thought eaters are boring thought eaters um, suck and especially when you learn about platypuses um it's really interesting how boring thought eaters are and i think we might even i think it might be fun to kind of there's very little information about thought eaters so we'll go through what we have which will take very short amount of time i think it'll be fun to kind of just workshop a a a better thought eater. A better platypus monster. I, I don't even think it should be a better thought eater. I think just better ways that you could make a monster out of a platypus. Yeah. Um, I do think pl- thought eaters have some potential, but uh, yeah. They, anyway, a thought eater, um, they originated in the Monster Manual all the way back in 1977. Very old D&D monster. Um, they're essentially, easiest way to describe it, they're a psychic platypus skeleton. That's the that's that's basically it. Um, they they float. They're they're uh, they're gray. They live in the ethereal plane. They drain thoughts from people, so they like basically take away your 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 intelligence. They drain your intelligence score mechanically. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently, they, they're very stupid. Even though they're like a psychic yeah. thing. Yeah, and they only they don't do that, and for any malicious reason, it's just they're just hungry, and that's what they eat. So if they're near you and you have thoughts, they drain your thoughts. Um, well, actually, and and originally they're not even a skeleton; they're just like an emaciated. They just look like a very skeletal, skinny platypus with a big head, mm-hmm. um, and they just live in the ethereal plane. And then in second edition, they make it a skeleton, a floating skeleton instead. <clears throat> 
And then in third edition, in 3E slash 3.5E, they did kind of a redesign. Um, and it's not a platypus anymore. It's kind of this like quadruped type animal that has a, it looks like a, a, a big cat's body, maybe. Like maybe like a panther's body or a lion's body or something. Uh, but it has a bird head and big spines on its back. Um, but it, it's got glowing red eyes and it's skeletal with these kind of like purple ethereal tendrils hanging off of it. Uh, and it, it hunts, it like comes into, it lives in the ethereal plane and then it comes into the material plane to eat your thoughts. And it's a little more like powerful and malicious as opposed to being like a floating dummy. I didn't, I don't know that I love thought eaters in general, but I think that making it look like, have like the body of a big cat and like the the head of like a falcon was a downgrade from just having it be like a little floating like mob that just kind of like. I agree. I think this is a huge, I think it's an embarrassment. Yeah, honestly, I think that's a really good way to describe it. <laughs> um, also, there's a version of a Thought Eater, a giant version of this this third edition Thought Eater called a Thought Slayer, um, which is a much bigger version, and it has entrails inside the skeleton. And what's cool, the only cool thing I think about the third edition Thought Eater, which is about even only about the Thought Slayer, and not the th- a Thought Slayer, if you look at it, you die. Okay, that is cool. Um, and that's pretty cool. But that's literally all the information about Thought Eaters. Uh, I just ran through it all, and that that's that's all that there is. Yeah. Um, so be glad that we didn't do a full episode on those. Yeah. I, I Actually, I heard that there was... I, I briefly heard when I was listening to something about Thought Eaters that... And I, this is unverified. But that Thought Eaters are... With, like, when something dies in... They're they're like a ghost kind of like they they oh yeah yeah they come from another pl- they're part of like the the afterlife cycle of something in a different plane. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, I don't know if that's true. Well, I mean, it's not. It's all make believe, anyways, so it doesn't matter if it's true. <laughs> but I don't. I'm not sure if that's like canon or not. I guess yeah, yeah canon yeah. is the word to say if that's true in the fake thing. Um, yeah. But also, yeah, and Thought Eaters haven't appeared in a Dungeons & Dragons product since 3.5 mechan- edition. Mechanically, uh, in apparently what they do is, like, they in D&D, they, like, have you forget your spells. So they, Yeah, they drain your spell slots, and mm-hmm. then if you don't have spell slots, they drain your intelligence score. And I, so I don't really like the physical design of them, but I think that that, from a mechanical perspective, something that attacks like the meta of the game as opposed to like just your HP um, or movement or whatever. And any of those really tangible things I think is actually that mechanically is super cool. But um, yeah, I think it's also, even then though, I think it's kind of not well executed because um, the way that at least it works in the early ones, I don't, I didn't read how the, that much about how the third edition one worked because I hated how it looked so much. Um, But the first and second edition one, uh, it doesn't even like like it's not like it attacks you. So for it drains your your intelligence score permanently. So your oh, your yeah, int you score just goes goes down every turn, and it's not even like it attacks you. Like just every turn that it's in your vicinity, your intelligence score permanently is goes down by that, some amount. That's um, actually that's kind of cool. That's dark. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, but it's almost like the only. I don't know. It's it's a cool idea, but it's like it's not attacking you, and there's it's not like you can block 
or anything. You know what I mean? Like I'm assuming it's not, like it's, a, it's not like it's rolling. It's just you just kind of are there, and then that happens, and then either you kill it or you run away. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. There's really not that much that go like gameplay wise. I don't think it's that, in- and it's like, oh, and there's two, and now it's going down twice as fast. I, I, like it just doesn't, it doesn't make so much sense as a fun gameplay thing. I think, I think it would be a fun gameplay thing if you had a fight that was mainly focused on something else, and these were like little ambient mobs that were there. Yeah, like if it's like you're what you at you you can't walk into its area or something. Yeah, or like, I you mean, know what I, I mean. I, like if they're like floating around, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna, I I need to run through the AOE of this, but I'm gonna lose. Permanent. I think. Yeah. I think that's cool. Actually, I just think that they can't be the main event um, yeah. of an encounter. But they. They're. I even. I true. I honestly don't hate the early, the first and second edition that much. I think that they're fine. I like them as. I think the idea of a little floating creature, maybe not a platypus, because like, well, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, it just is like, why are these platyp? They're like. They're like ethereal creatures from another plane. Why are they just platypuses? Um, instead of some kind of psychic creature. But I think the idea of just little ambient floating creatures that kind of don't care about you and are just passively draining your thoughts is a cool idea. I agree. It's, it, yeah, I mean, it's it's just, it's a parasite, you know? Yeah. Um. Well, should we, should we, uh, do you have anything else on Thought I, Eaters? Yeah, I just want to oh. rag on the, on the third edition one sure, a little yeah, more. Like, I think it really is emblematic of the kind of shitty creature design that you can fall into when you're do it drawing like a fantasy creature yeah um, it, it gets like i don't know if pulpy is the right word but it like it's it's of an era of like the 2000s where everything kind of had to be like badass and spiky uh, to the point that it like it loses yeah exactly it's like it really it's like this this version of this creature first of all doesn't really have to be a skeleton it doesn't really make sense as a skeleton because it doesn't even it isn't even a skeleton you know what i mean like it's clearly shape wise it's clearly is not a skeleton um and then the beak it like yeah the red eyes it really just all it's all parts that i think in a different you could put together in a different way to look really cool but is just so uninspired and so just like and it also doesn't it look, really is just nothing it's built like it like would go fast and hunt which maybe it does or whatever but that is not psionic to me like that's that's like not the it doesn't yeah that, i think that's a perfect read on why it is so bad is because it doesn't you would never in a million years expect this to be a creature that has anything to do with thoughts yeah or even lack thereof because like Honestly, the, just the floating platypus skeleton somehow reads better than that as just like an ambient... It looks li- dumb. It looks like a dumb little thought suck thing. Um, I there's. Have, did you see the one the one like cool like screen print of a thought eater of like the I don't original? Know which... It's like it, I don't know how to explain it. There's one way that the thought eater was done well that I think looks <coughs> sick. I'm gonna try to put it in the Discord really quickly, but um, okay. Yeah. Is it the one where it's in the cloud? Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. It looks cool. Um we we should use that image on the posting. Um Yeah, I definitely will. Yeah, but um, Thought Eaters yeah, is lame. Uh, very lame. Uh Thought Slayer, you look at it, you die. Cool idea, but wasted. Wasted on this. Uh Um but yeah, so let's I guess let's rate Let's rate each of these, and then let's do a little short workshop here. Sure. Uh, um, um, so platypuses—that's obviously for me. That's that's ten electroreceptors out of ten. Sure, and for me that's, that's easy. 
10 venomous fucking spurs out of 10. No comment. Perfect. Yep. Thought Eater for first and second edition, um, I'm going two floating skeletons out of 10. But for third edition, I'm going one obnoxious red eye out of 10. Uh, for me, f- uh, f- the earlier edition Thought Eaters are probably going to be three emaciated platypi- platypuses bodies out of 10. And I'm going to agree with you that the third edition in, um, is one feline-like body out of 10. Wow. Have we ever given a one before? I'm not sure. I think we we may have. I think this truly, the this I we maybe we have, I can't remember, but I think that this is one of the things I've hated the most. Yeah. Um, th- and I don't even like actively hate it that much. It's just like, come on. I think it's emblematic of of like a lot of stuff that I hate in monster design where it's like it it's trying to look badass but has no focus and yeah and it doesn't even look badass no it doesn't but I love stuff that looks badass it just doesn't it just doesn't know what it's doing no no this is like I don't think any I I feel like the the designer of this must have had a thought eater within the AOE effect when when (laughs) oh yeah when he was doing this don't hurt him yeah um so Um, yeah that's how I feel about that yeah, I re- okay. Platypus monster. My first idea. Um, this is really an obvious one, but just a platypus that shoots uh, that shoots a lightning bolt from its bill. Yeah, that was my. Um, first I'm imagining too. a big fucked up Dark Souls boss where it's like hunched over and it's got big front webbed feet and it's got a big bill and it's swinging its bill from side to side and you have to stay away from the tip of the bill because it's like arcing electricity off of it also if you don't um, you have move, to run up under its head and hit its stomach it freaks out when you move and <clears throat> frantically tries to get you but if you stand perfectly still it um it like tries it can't seem to find you that'd be a cool mechanic yeah, that would be a very cool mechanic yeah and it's like the electricity is getting closer to you so you have to choose the right moment to move um yeah but yeah i think also a, a platypus cowboy this is a great yeah, idea I awesome c- yeah, that's that's just easy. Just a uh, not even an anthropomorphic one. Just a little platypus in a cowboy outfit. <laughs> um, um, I just thought of one that has a horrible name. Uh-huh. A, a tartipus, which is a tardigrade uh, platypus, and I'm just imagining a platypus that is a little bit more tardigrade-like, where it just looks like a platypus, but it has six little stubby legs and it doesn't have any eyes. Yeah. Here's my my here's my uh one that has one okay name and then one bad name. Um it's either a platyplat or a pussypus. <laughs> but um a platypus where it cut cuz I was thinking like the bill and the tail are kind of similar shapes. Sure. So what about like the front half it's like mirrored yeah, so no, both totally. halves are, are are a bill. Like um, cat dog, or, but... and and both halves have the spur too cuz the legs are reflected. Sure. Um Kind of like a push me pull you that would situation. Be, the the pussy puss would have the the two tails and two spurs, and then the platyplat would have the um, double beak, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that that could be fun. Um, and it also you can't tell which type it is because it looks so similar. Um, also, I think like a, a, a you know like a flying squirrel, like a flying platypus. I think there's some real potential there. And it has a bill. Its bill is like more aerodynamic. It comes to a point. 
uh, and it's got the it's got webbing in between its front and back legs, so it can glide and it can like put its arms and legs against its body and and shoot down like an arrow, right? So it's gliding in the air on on updrafts, and then it goes into dive mode. It it closes up and it shoots down and it impales it like embeds its its sharp bill into somebody, and then once it's embedded, it uses its electroreceptors and it electrocutes them. That sounds pretty cool. I it's like a taser. I thought of another one. Um, okay, it's uh. A platypede. Ooh. And it's you can imagine what that looks like. Yeah. I think also a platypus that something some kind of burrowing platypus where it digs using its bill. Its bill is a big shovel. I think that that's potential there. That'd be cool. I also I, I think you could you could have a platypus dragon look kind of cool. Like you could create a dragon oh, that yeah. has like very platypus like features. Like That's a really good idea. Yeah. And I think that it could it could be like that could be a successful design. I think that the, I would love. I I'm not so good at drawing dragons. I might try and draw that, but I would love to see somebody's take on a platypus dragon. I think someone could do it really well. Yeah, with like a yeah a cool fat fucked up tail. Yeah, a big bill and like the webbed claws on top of the wings. Uh huh. Like a wyvern yeah. type and, thing. And a spur and on those and like the big webbed wings have like a little spur on them. Yeah, um, I think that's good. Yeah, platagon. Platagon is a great name for it too. Or Dragus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, Platagon sounds awesome. Honestly, that could be a cool Pokemon. A dragon-type platypus Pokemon. That is a really good idea. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but honestly, I but think... those are... Yeah. yeah you, could, you can do a lot with a platypus because it's a perfect animal. I think those those are our, our perfect platypus monster ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I guess that, that that mostly wraps it up, except for the one thing that we do every episode. That's right. Um, to decide what the next episode is, so maybe we go uh, ahead and do that now. Indeed. Um, so, okay, I'm going to go ahead and spin the Wheel of Monster to decide our next episode. Are you ready, Kai? Spin the wheel! Okay, I'm spinning now. And let's see here. <laughs> Loveland Frog, oh, encrypted. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. I, I like this guy. That will be tight. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next week-ish for the Loveland Frog. Mm-hmm. Thank you to everyone for listening to Animal Crazy, and peace out. Bye-bye. Bye.